Welcome to another episode of Orgy of Sound, where we unpack the songs that make us orgasm, or we just dizzle and drizzle on the songs that are part of our DNA. Yeah, a little drizzle. Sometimes, it, I guess, it Some, just kind of ha- it just happens. Right. Sometimes you open the honey pack, right? The icing to no. put on your honey, on your honey pastries, or your uh, honey, <laughs> what are you putting on? Whatever the fuck you <laughs> want to put it on, and it just drizzles out. Yeah, it don't. You gotta shoot. Thirty it, minutes man. later, you're at the fucking breakfast table. <laughs> your fucking legs touch Charlie Orson, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking about the same thing? I don't know. Here's some We're talking about fucking place. Cinnabon, whatever fucking flavor you want, man. Cinnabonskis. So what's uh, what, what kind of pastry you got for me today? Well, a little special pastry. We got a pastry today that's a, well, I guess you could say a well-known pastry, mm. but it's a pastry that, you know, I don't, no, I can't really say this song gets slept on. For me, it's a song that basically I never chose above others, but... I always like kind of liked, and then when you go back and listen to it, you're like, "Wow, this song's a lot more rad than I even remembered it being." Right. And it gets stuck in your fucking head, and it's uh-huh. one of those deals. So what we're talking about today, we're gonna go with something a little more up the usual, uh-huh. the usual alley, uh-huh. I guess you could say, for lack of a better term. We're going some Nirvana today. Oh, Nirvana! Nah, we're going with, <clears throat> we're going with fucking on a plane. On a plane. Yep. Question for you, sir: the studio version. Or the MTV on the plugin. That's version. a good question. We're going studio. Studio, okay. Really, we're more specifically. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some mm-hmm. fuzz for anybody out there that you know hadn't heard this one in a minute. All right. So right yeah. out the gate, you kind of got your usual Nirvana hook. Yeah. Going on. Your fuzz. Fun. Yeah. Fun fuzz. Really. Sometimes they could be talking about like some weird shit, but it feels. Kind yeah. of boppy and poppy. You feel good. You feel like you're stretching out on the carpet with some headphones. Maybe a girl's coming over. Maybe she's not. It feels danceable almost. It is almost danceable. Right. Like right. a mosh dance kind of a thing going Listening on. back to it now, it kind of gives me, puts me in that Beatles vibe. Like what the yeah. girls in the 50s were doing when they saw the Beatles. Yeah. 50s? Let's yeah. try 60s. Yeah, right. Know. And then they go, and then this kind of thing happens. Hear the fucking background vocals oh, right there? Uh-huh. Now... One thing I will say about this for anybody that's listening to this, there is some really sick footage out there of a making of, which I'm a huge fan of, being an engineer and of course, mixer. of course. All that stuff is really awesome. So I'm sure it's out there on the tube or some shit. But it's with old Butch Vig, who right. produced right. this album. Right. And it's him talking about the making of this song. They talk about pretty much the whole album. And the production and that aspect of the layering of this song and the way they made it is really, really, really cool. And what I'll say about this song is there's a lot of hits on this album, and I think this was a minor hit. I would say so. I think this was one of the biggest. Yeah, anybody didn't know who what Nevermind is, you know, obviously you can right. look it up and find out how huge it was. I'm still the guy that says, oh, yeah, that album smells like Team Spirit. And then exactly. some asshole in the back of the room goes, Smells like Teen Spirit wasn't a Nirvana album, dude. Yeah, I'm I, I know. Right. I get, okay, I get and it. And some I, people, this isn't the album, considering this was the album they felt like was overproduced. Right. Because the dude who mixed it, and I feel terrible because he's one of the best fucking mixers of all time. He mixed a lot of stuff. It's very polished sounding. They didn't really like that. 
Yeah. You know, that's why in utero is kind of rough and has that Steve Albini. Like that Steve Albini. He's man. just like, he's a whole other thing. The dude who mixed it, who kind of basically, oh, I feel so terrible. I can't remember this guy's I name. I can't remember. It's either. on the tip of my fucking tongue. He did so much shit. That's badass. He has a very... If you listen to the mix on this album and song and listen to his other stuff, you'll be like, oh, wow, I can hear it. Sounds like he mixed it. He's that guy. I'm partial to the raw and dirty. I'm partial to the crazy horse and to the sonic youth and to the fugazi. I get I'm partial to that. But I I would say they might be going a little too hard on it because I think it's still pretty raw. Well, it is because the performances are raw like that, but it's just... It's just clean, you know what I mean? What's your relationship to this song? What's your My history? relationship to this song is, I mean, growing up at a time with a brother who just turned 40, so you mm. can do the math to 1991 through 4, this music was the shit. I was exposed to all of everything that happened with Nirvana, like, a, like as you were probably, you know, just being around it, and then everything that happened with them and that transition, and this song just always stood out to me, amongst other songs Ooh. on this album. Exactly. That mm. all those layers they did. Can we, like, can we hear that again? Yeah, you go right ahead. Because that drizzle and the drip. That drizzle we're talking on the about drip. that. Yeah, this is a. Here we go. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Where it fades out in the mix, and they keep that going. That's like four layers of That's my gosh, Kurt right and Dave. Oh yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff I could go on and on about with this particular song. A lot of it has to do with the production. So if you look up the making of the album with Butch Vig and Cla- I think it's VH1 Classic Albums. And I'm telling you people out there, if you have any interest in that kind of stuff, this whole song is like really cool the way they layered it and just built it and... Uh, I don't know. It's catchy as hell, and I've just been jamming. All this stuff is stuff you got to crank, man. Sure, sure. You got to crank. This is like, that's why I've been enjoying it. I have a musician who... It, it who, bangs. Yeah, it bangs. It bangs big time, and that's where you that feel... That intro, too. Yeah. I mean... Exactly. Punch, punchy. Yeah. You know, and that's what's cool about for me as a mix engineer, because it's, it's clean-sounding, but it's Reggie. But when you hear it cranked, like, you hear why... The mix is good. You 100%. know what I mean? And I feel like with what I've tried to do with some of your mixes is a similar motif. Aww. Like it's like raw because the songs aren't like technical metal, but they're well performed, but they're still supposed to sound, they need to sound like the drums are punchy. You hear everything and the bass is distorted and gritty and guitars are crunchy. And if, and if you're listening at home, kids, or in your car or in your cubicle or wherever you might be in this world, listen to this podcast and you don't know, you Googs kicks John Barnes Audio, okay? Yeah, studio stuff, man. Like, it's all about it. And, I mean, this album is prolific. And I feel like a lot of people don't like it for that reason, but a lot of people do like that. And part of these first rounds of songs we're talking about are kind of about rediscovery. Sure. They're about stuff for me, personally. They're not things that you're like, oh, I've never listened to this song before. Maybe one song out of this batch is something that's newer-ish to me. Right. But other than that, there's songs that I did listen to, but I maybe slept on a little bit and or really never realized how fun it is to listen to it. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It is. That Nirvana song, can yeah. be fun. They're like maybe boppy they and meant pop. to be. They're boppy and poppy yeah. and very serious right. at the same fucking time. Right. I'm not a huge Nirvana guy. Everybody knows where I stand on, exactly. the, on the yeah, Seattle yeah. front. They're not the first thing you jump to no, with that. But, yeah. but they're still, I love that they exist in this world. Mm. I'm I'm an MTV Unplugged uh, guy. I think that album yeah, my, was, it was actually my, my band first dude is like is. that. Yeah, we it was do my first album I owned. We do we've done um Man Who Sold the World, 
a zillion times it shows. Sure. And it's done exactly in that vein. I have a fiddle player who does all the violin parts. He fiddles about, too. Exactly. And we also did Come As You Are in the vein of Unplugged. In the vein so of So I respect that end of it. Right. You know, I don't think... Do they do this song on Unplugged? I can't they remember. Did. Okay. They did. And they that's had probably a, they had a whole little orchestra so guy. Yeah, that's why I wasn't sure which one you wanted to talk mm-hmm. about. And I respect know? that because the other version's really good, too. Right. There's a bunch of things like that with this band that are like that. But this OG version is special. And it's even like you discovering that Oh, I forgot they kept yeah, the background. Yeah, I forgot about there's that. There's a lot of layers in this song, and that's the one thing when you hear that chorus, it's a candy, you want to keep eating it. We like layers. Yeah. And How I many like, licks does it take to get to the center of a tissue Exactly, pop? and if it takes another... You've been in the studio with me, mm-hmm. and some of the coolest background vocal stuff we've come up with humbly, especially the stuff you've given me carte blanche as you say <laughs> hey, i love saying it like all wrong that's, stuff. well that's 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 the sean lemley quote so if you're out carte there blanche. That's, for you, that's for you when sean famously said john you have carte blanche yeah okay. you have carte blanche brother you know that's for you mm-hmm. so yeah man and it does those layers like that though and that's kind of oh, what here it comes did. again i'm gonna do that fade out you can hear dave their voices oh, yeah. sound great together. Mm-hmm. But yeah, check out that classic making check of albums. It out. Does and it matter? Does the song matter? Yes, it matters. it matters. I think it's even amongst an album that is considered a giant and amongst a bunch of songs that are really, really good on that album, I think that song is special. And it's been really good. It's jam that fucker loud, man. Jam that fucker loud. Thank you, Johnny Barnes. Woo! We'll see you next week, kids, on another head banging, bang a roomie, slamming a lollapalooza. Lilith Fair spreading her legs. <laughs> Episode of Orange Gives <laughs> Sound. <laughs>